Hello, I'm Janet. I'm Amber. And this is Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Two weeks in a row, Amber. You sick of me yet? No, but it hasn't even, like, it's only been like five days. I know. I know. It was nice <laughs> podcasting on a Friday, but I don't know that I want to commit to Fridays because I'm usually just, like, spent. Yeah, I think Fridays are too hard. We should probably not do that again unless we have to. Right. And the only reason we've moved this to Wednesday is because Bachelorette moved from Monday to Tuesday. Yeah, this is true. So, cheers. What are you drinking? So, I am drinking my wine that I got um, from the Wine Ninjas. And so, or my Wine Ninja, which is El Torito. It's a red blend. Um, The 2019 Products of Spain and uh, El Torito honors the bull, an animal which, like this wine, elaborated in Spain, is honest, exudes nobility, race, and class. With these characteristics, we intend to cross borders to share the authentic flavor of a good Spanish wine. Well, cheers. I, I've got a truly, and I just realized this one's almost gone. So we may have to take a break at some point <laughs> for me to get another one because these just go down like water. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> I'm like, I sat down like 10 minutes ago. And I was like, I'll sip on this. I just need one. It's a school night. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Tonight That's we've got great truly. truly. I know, they're so oh, good. Oh. But after three, I'm like, wee. I know you don't get wee much. Um, I was like, um, after six, I'm not even wee. You're just tired. <laughs> yeah. Time for bed. Uh, you got your Peloton. I did, and today my um, little um, clips arrived for my shoes, so that way I don't eat shit on the Peloton again like I did last week. So, you were Pelotoning without the clips? Like, you weren't clipped in? Yeah, no, I was not clipped in. Oh, no. That's dangerous, Amber. I did the first 20 minutes okay, because I was using my uh, shoes from Spin, or from Cycle Bar. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, they kind of clip, they weren't clipped in by at all, mm-hmm. but they kind of fit, so I was like, oh, I'll be fine. But then I did, like, this 10-minute scenic route in New Zealand <laughs> on my thing, and I got a little carried away, and my foot slipped off, and then I hit the front of it, and it was a whole big thing. And then Piper jumped, it was, it was a disaster. I could have been on one of those, like, YouTube videos or, like, those videos where people fall off treadmills, only mine would have been. I almost relost my virginity. It was out of hand. <laughs> what Not was to that mention- movie? Trainwreck with Amy Schumer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not, Not to, to mention, mention that if you haven't ridden a bike or cycle or anything <laughs> like that in a while. I remember when I first started Cycle Bar and then when Cycle Bar started again after COVID. Carry on with what yeah. you're about to say, because you're going to explain it way better than me. Because I haven't been on site in Cycle Bar, like, on any bikes in a long time. Since because March. Of COVID. Right. Yeah. And so I got on the seat. Everything was fine on Saturday. I got up Sunday morning. I felt fine. I was like, oh, I'm going to go do an, a bike ride. I went to go sit on the bike, and I almost died. Like, how My, does... Oh, no. I don't understand how... The sitting area adjusts. Yeah. Like how? I know. I, is it I a muscle? Is it like I don't understand? I was still sore yesterday, and that was Tuesday. <laughs> 
So I also invested in padded pants. Oh my god! <laughs> and apparently, when you Where put them on, they feel like you are wearing a diaper. Or a big but once old you get on the bag. bike, uh huh, yeah. But once you get on the bike, it's really great because I don't want to feel violated like that again. <laughs> Every time I moved on Sunday, I was like, "Oh no, that's not okay." What size shoes do you wear? Uh, eight or nine, depending. So are you going to be selling your cycle bar shoes? Because <clears throat> I might know I might a girl. Selling, <laughs> I might sell my gray ones. Yeah. We'll talk because offline these, about that. Yeah, because these clips just go right into my shoes, I think. So if they fit, I'm going to put them in my pink ones, but I haven't worn my gray ones in like a year and a half. Yeah. So they're pretty new. I'm an eight and a half, so we could definitely right. discuss that. I've been For sure. my silly cycle bar. <laughs> Silly cycle bar. They were having a deal this month. And mm-hmm. pre-COVID, I had only four rides a month. I was paying for that. And then um, post-COVID, I had all these credits because they charged me through shutdown. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I have 15 credits. I'm never going to be able to use them. But then my husband went out of town and I was going like once a day, three times a week. I've been going twice on Friday in the morning and in the evening. And I'm like, oh, I'm blowing through these. And then they had a a deal for October where you pay for your first month, $10 and 31 cents. And then, (laughs) um, it's like $50, 50, $60 cheaper than normal unlimited. So I was like, Ooh, sign me up. Cause what I was paying for before, if I just added two add-on classes a month, it would put me to what I'm paying now for Unlimited. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, but now I'm like, I'm noticing that the shoes they give you, they're they're kind of like falling apart. Like the yeah. shoes I had in, in last night's class, like the straps kept wanting to unstrap. I've had twice where the <laughs> clips are either loose or once it actually came off. Oh, yeah, Right sure. before the class started. And I'm like, maybe I, but then if it's your own and they break, you can't just be like, give me another pair. I don't know. So I've been thinking about it, but if you have a pair that you want to sell to a friend, just let your friend know. I'm an eight and a half. Like. Yeah. I'll double check what size they are. That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, I'm so happy for you in the Peloton life. You need to do some insta stories or yeah yeah once my vagina stops hurting i will be right on top of that (laughs) and you get your clips all set in (sighs) yeah yeah so what did you do this weekend uh you know i think (laughs) no i did not work i tried really hard not to work and then i don't think i really did much i i always forget what i do because i don't really do anything anymore so i run errands And then I come home, we took Piper on a walk. So pretty chill COVID weekend. Yeah, you know. I I went to a a three-year-old's birthday party. Um, And then my husband is supposed to be making his way home this week. He hasn't started the trek yet, so I don't know when (laughs) it's going to happen. He has a... Um, a comedy club book next weekend, so he has to make it home before next week, midweek. So he'll be here sometime. Um, but I was like, gotta get the house ready. Gotta gotta make sure everything's good. Make sure. And now it's Wednesday, and he's still not here. Yeah, it's Wednesday, and I'm like, well, now I gotta get the house all ready again because it's amazing how one yeah. person 
can and two cats and a dog can really mess things up. I understand that. It's very I frustrating. Get it. But I've I've seen, you know, all the news stories about spikes in COVID and I found out today that three people I know have COVID have been diagnosed this week. Two of them oh. are asymptomatic. One of them is is struggling a little bit more than <coughs> that. Well, I think that uh, the first official case of somebody to get COVID twice has been confirmed. Amber, um, you got to be safe. I know. <laughs> where was this? I'm trying. Um, I don't know where it was. I was on the phone with Regan and Nick uh, yesterday, I think. And um, they told me that. So I'm ready to like shelter in place again. Uh, yeah. I wish they would just kind of, I know that shutting it down again isn't feasible for our economy. And that's why they're avoiding that. But I'm, All right. I'm kind of nervous. So I got the deets. Um, a 25-year-old man in Nevada has contracted the coronavirus a second time. And um, the patient has been extremely ill um, with the second one. So it was definitely a lot worse than it was the first time. Um, it is the first confirmed case of a U.S. patient becoming reinfected with COVID-19 and the fifth known case reported worldwide. Uh, the resident of Washoe County, who had no known, immo- Im- no known immune disorders or history of significant underlying conditions, required hospital treatment on testing positive for COVID-19 for the second time. He has now recovered, though the case raises further questions about the prospect of developing protective immunity against the coronavirus. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Like, I, I, I am prepared. If I have friends that ask me, oh, I'm supposed to go to a one-year-old's birthday party this weekend. Crap. Am I going to be that person? Yeah. Am I going to be that person that says, I'm sorry, I can't make it? Am I? Well, and people keep saying to me, they're like, well, you've already had it. You're good. I am not good. And knowing my luck, I would be the fucking person to get it a second time again. Mm. Um, so, and with my underlying health conditions, I have to make sure that I am extremely diligent um, regarding everything and... Uh, Yes. And I know that um, working at a children's hospital, as I do, uh, recently we had reported that there are a lot more children becoming sick just in general. Like we seem to see a spike in kids getting sick and like super sick. Um, It's not necessarily that they all have COVID. It's just that they're all getting some kind of sickness right now. Um, So we all just have to be careful, people. This is not a political thing. Just wear a mask. You protect me. I protect you. And Come I, on now. And I know the the birthday party I'm supposed to go to, the uh, the mom is very like, I'm not wearing an effing mask. So I think I may just be uh, bowing out of that. I hadn't thought about that event, but that's the only thing on my calendar. Uh, you know, I feel, I go into Cycle Bar, mask on, hand sanitizer, sit on my bike, mask comes off, they allow us, but all the bikes are six feet apart. Sure. So I feel safe there. Is it? Should I feel safe there? I mean, I think so. I mean, they we can't. Clean it. <clears throat> they say yeah. we clean it. I think we all just have, like, I've seen a couple of TikTok videos that are kind of funny and true and also sad all at the same time. Because I, even at some point, even I do it where, you know, in the beginning, 
We wore our masks. We put hand sanitizer on. We walk into the store. We come out. We put hand sanitizers on. We neatly take our mask off. Now people are just like flipping their masks off and no hand sanitizer because we're just sick of it. And we didn't realize that it was going, well, some of us didn't realize it was going to last this long. Right. Um, I mean, this is probably a good year and a half we have with this. Um, that's what H1N1 did when we got that um, a couple mm. years ago. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, we all just still have to be so diligent. You still have to wash your hands, which should just be regular practice. We have to hand sanitize. Don't lick each other's faces. <laughs> door handles. Don't do that. <laughs> Keep your nose inside of your mask. I, I got my Bath and Body Works shipment actually like an hour before we were supposed to podcast. And I got like 10 new hand sanitizers. <laughs> half of them are fall or half of them are like winter scent. And then I got this cool like lanyard. Like they can hold an ID badge that has a hand sanitizer on it. Yes. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Bath and Body Works is amazing. And it's leopard. So. Yeah. You know. <sighs> I, I'm just... There's so much fear in me right now when it comes to what the world will, how the world will react the day after the election. COVID. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think, I, I don't know if I said this in the last podcast, but I think the day after election day should be a national holiday. Just for I know. us all to recover and accept the results. Hopefully they have the results by then. Because I've i heard that they yeah. might accept um, ballots up to a few days afterwards. And I'm like... No, I need yeah. the results at the end of that day. <laughs> I know. I heard that, too. I hope a lot of people are doing early voting, but we'll see. Did you get your ballot? I did get my ballot. Um, I think it got here on Monday. So I'm going to fill that out um, this weekend and mail it in. So we got so a lot I of, like, to... amendments and... and I hate them. I had a Google. It was a Google, like, read, read, read. Okay, do, how do I feel? Okay, Circle in the little thing. And don't forget to sign yeah. the back of the envelope. Because so know. many people forget to do that. I do that as soon as I take it out of the envelope that it comes in. Yeah. I sign the back of the envelope to send it back. Because Well, the last time... Oh, go ahead. Because I feel like that is probably, like, a reason that a lot of ballots yeah. don't get registered. And voting is so important, no matter what your so stance is on things. You need to have right? a say. And you have the opportunity Very to true. have a say. So have a say. Exactly. I'm just sad because the last time I voted, I had my friends Tad and Sarah that every time I looked at something, I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> and they just told me like the dumbed down version because I was, there's like 30 paragraphs to right. tell me that somebody wants to raise my taxes to cover school care. So okay. if, you, if you Google Colorado ballot 2020, It'll take mm -hmm. you to this website, and it does just that. It's like, if you vote yes, oh. this is what you're saying. If you vote no, this is what you're saying. Perfect. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's what we I We should think. link that. What is it again? Colorado voting? Colorado ballot 2020. And it's like maybe a radio website or some Colorado radio. Do you see it? Oh, yes. What's it say? Um. So it is, at least I think this is it. Um, this is CPR News. Yes. Uh, Colorado Voters Co Guide to the 2020 yeah. Election. I think that's Colorado Public Radio. Yes, you are correct. So And so it gives you a list of all the amendments and the proposal or propositions and what they mean. Yeah. Could you oh. uh, throw that link in the doc so that when I go to make the notes, yeah. it's there? Thanks, you Amber. You got it. 
Sure. Well, um, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we're going to talk about Dancing with the Stars. And we are only yeah. taking a break because I need another Truly and not because the computer's acting up. Woohoo! Woo! It's so exciting. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with Dancing with the Stars. All right, okay. we're back and I have a second Truly. This one is a lime flavored. Blech. I know, lemon and lime are my least favorite, but I like the grapefruit and the orange. And to get those two, you have to get the variety yeah. pack with the lemon and the lime. Fair, I guess. <laughs> so just like when I'm eating Skittles or M&M's, well, not M&M's because they all taste the same, Skittles, like <laughs> I eat the yellow and the green first, typically, mm. and then save the, the rest for later. But I grabbed a grapefruit tonight and I was like, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dancing with the stars. Yeah. 80s night. I loved 80s night. What did you think about 80s I night? I know. Okay. I Your facial expression night. didn't Sorry. say. My computer was like not letting, it had this big thing that was like trying to get me to click out of it. I don't know. So I was trying to get to the one article. But yeah, I loved Dancing with the Stars I last night. I thought it was so much, or Monday night. I thought it was so much fun doing 80s. And they all looked so cute. Yes. Disney is still my favorite. But 80s was fun. So much fun. So much fun. Um, so Justina Mercado, she kicked it yeah, off sure. <laughs> with the flash dance performance. And I just thought she oh, was right. so cute. I loved her. Yeah, so I don't She doesn't watch look a lot like she's progressing though in her yeah, ability, no. in my opinion. Carry on. You don't watch what? Yeah. I don't watch a lot of the people that I don't know very well. So I'll watch like a couple minutes and then I'm like, meh, fast forward. It was two hours long, Janet. I had two hours of Dancing with the Stars to watch last night. I had two hours of The Bachelorette to watch last night. I've got an hour of Big Brother to watch tonight. I've got two hours of Amazing Race to watch tonight. I've got an hour of Mass Singer. There's a lot happening. Okay. So what performances stood out <laughs> to you that you maybe watched? So I honestly can't even remember who danced to this. I can't remember her name, but it was the new kids on the block. It was, um, and they had like a little message for her Chrishell, at the end of it. Chriselle stops. I like her. Yes. I don't know who she is, but I She's do like her. She's from Selling Sunset, which I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Yes. But I do like kids, her. Yeah. Let's see. Joe. And they had like a little message. John, Jordan, Danny, and Donnie all said something to her. I know. I, cool I loved her. Yes. She did very good. Um, yeah. Jesse Metcalf wasn't impressed with his performance. Yeah. No. Jenny. I, I kind of, yeah. <laughs> Jenny Mai May. She did the, like, The Virgin. Did you watch that one? I watched, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, oh, no. I think I watched more of that. That one was cute. It was, with the bathtub. Yeah, that was adorable. But her dance partner, like, I was watching... And I'm like, I can't tell which one's the professional dancer. Yeah, I think he's brand new. And so um, I think he still struggles a little bit. Like yeah. being, yeah, it's weird. AJ McLean, so. who's another one of my favorites. Yeah, I liked his dance a lot. They did open, he did open arms. Mm -hmm. And I really liked that song. But I also thought their dance was really good. Yes. Sky came back um, last week. You know, she had the 10. 
And she danced to yeah. The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News. And she's just adorable. But she didn't yeah, get... I didn't watch that one. Um, I was really bummed because I love Bon Jovi. I mm-hmm. love Bon Jovi. Went to his concert once. Or their concert. I know it's a group. <laughs> but I love him. And Vernon Davis did not perform very well. He yeah, had no. great. He had the hair and he he looked the part. But I agreed with his score of twenty one out of thirty. Yeah, I only watched a few seconds of his too. So what, you want to talk about Caitlyn's performance? Hopefully, you watched that uh, one. <laughs> I did watch Caitlyn's entire performance. It was super good. Um, I loved her hair. She just looks cute in literally anything. She does. Um. But they did the tango to I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Um, yes, and she did some little break dancing at the end, mm-hmm. which was really cool because they got to see a little bit of her personality. Um, so I like that; it was super cute, and she got a twenty-seven out of thirty. Yes, yeah. and Nelly, who's another one of my faves, his smile last night was so cheesy and so big. <laughs> I could not, I had to fast forward because I couldn't focus on anything else uh-huh. other than his smile. I was like, is that even real? Like, I, what is happening? He, he definitely, and the glasses. I was like, what? Yeah. He was loving life. Um, Johnny Ware, who they teased, was having issues, so they took him to the ice. Yeah, please. Yeah, he got a 29 out of 30. He looks yeah, fantastic. Because they, he did look fantastic, but he also looked fantastic. And I like him. Um, I think that his dances are really good. But he got a 29 out of 30 because they were basically doing ice dancing mm-hmm. or ice figure skating. Right. Just without the figure skates. Mm-hmm. So um, it was very, it was very beautiful. But yeah. Anyway. And then Nev um, performed the Catfish Star, which you like Nev, right? I do. I like him a lot. I thought their dance was cute, too. I liked their outfits. But in the end, it came down to the football player guy who did not do Bon Jovi justice and Jesse Metcalf, who they keep yeah. saying he's from Desperate Housewives, but he's he's also a Hallmark regular. Yeah, he was on, like, a bunch of other things. Yeah, but they keep referring him to, to the Desperate Housewives. Anyway... Yeah. And, you know, he and Derek Huff have been friends for years. So I thought it was very um, nice that Derek didn't have to vote against him. The other two oh. judges. Except for Tyra still asked him in the end who he would have voted. Yeah, and he but, had to say the other couple. Right. But he could have. He Like, he didn't have to. Yeah. Because he felt. You could tell that he was uncomfortable. And I don't know. Has she asked that before? I don't know. I wonder if it was for that. I don't know. Like, if I were Derek Cuff, I would have been like, oh, I would have kept. But I don't know. I don't know. I was like, it, it, was it gave an opportunity where Derek could have dodged that bullet, but yeah. he did not. <sighs> but you shared a story this last week about Jesse Metcalf. Yes. And so we got to share it now because he's no longer relevant after I now. know. So if anybody remembers, over the last in the last episode or our last podcast or two podcasts ago, I said something about wondering if Jesse Metcalf and Sharna Burgess is her name, um, Burgess Burgess, uh, had something going because he constantly talks about their undeniable chemistry. And so there was a article that was posted where it actually talks about it. And the article is through, I don't know, 
H exclamation point. Cool. <laughs> yeah, whoever whatever that is. Um, but he just is going on and on about her and how beautiful she is and she's the perfect partner and um he's a very strong person as well and so he needed someone with strength to put me in her put me in my place. And a lot of times I tend to find that when men are like, "Oh yeah, I really love it when she puts me in my place." That tends to mean that they're going to like, because they like a woman that challenges them and also holds them accountable, even though they say they don't. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, and he goes on to talk about how um, emotional it's been and their undeniable chemistry. They're going to end up together. They're going to do it. I bet they did it last night. And he also said that it's such an intense and emotional roller coaster that he could see how after you leave the show, how you might go into a mild depression. So I feel yeah. like she needs to be there for him right now. They need to be there for each other so they can avoid this mild depression. Yes, I agree. And he did say Derek Huff is the toughest judge. Yeah, which I think and I feel like it's because he also has something to prove. Because it's like, his because first year judging. Yeah, so I think that has a lot to do with it. But don't you think he was a bit nicer this week, Derek was? Oh, for sure. Do you think they were like, whoa, we, we kicked the old guy out for a reason. Bring it down a notch, Derek. <laughs> Bring it down. Yeah. And right. for some reason, I thought Derek was going to be performing this week, but he is not. He's performing next week. Ooh, I'm excited for that. You fast forwarded through that. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, we don't have an update for The Masked Singer because that's on tonight. Yes. Um, Big Brother. We had the HOH pumpkin competition. Um, Which was super annoying to watch, by the way. It was very... Yeah, I fast forward. No, I played games on my phone through that. Yeah. Um, it did look very challenging. It looked as though Christmas was going to pull it off. <sighs> and then, heartbreakingly, she dropped a pumpkin. And that well, took she back did to the, the thing that you never do and i feel like this came up with somebody else too i can't remember if it was tyler or kevin or who it was but you never look at your opponents mm -mm. this is what they do wrong they get towards the end they're so close and then they look to see where their opponents are and she got nervous and so she moved too fast and she fucked it up yeah so she lost her pumpkins and nicole won mm -hmm. i was yeah. shocked and christmas was devastated she was. Um, and <laughs> there's four other people in the house. And Nicole has to nominate two. So it's a little awkward. Christmas tries to throw Cody yeah. under the bus. And Nicole was like, okay, yeah. And since she's closest to Enzo and Cody, she's like, Cody, this is what she said. And mm -mm. I know. So I think rightfully so, Memphis and Christmas were nominated. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I just hope they put they get Memphis out first. Yeah. I like Christmas. Yeah. But who are we rooting for? Honestly, right now I think I'm rooting for Cody. He is playing the best game. He is. I don't know. I mean, even because he was the, the like the first HOH, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And he got, I mean, he had quote unquote blood on his hands in the beginning. I mean, he had to throw the first punches and like nobody's come after him. Really come after him. Has he been nominated? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, he's definitely playing a, a pretty solid game. V 
veto competition yeah. is tonight. So we'll see who wins yeah. that to see if the nominations change. And then mm-hmm. they will evict someone tomorrow night? Yes. The schedule. I don't even know. I'm like, is Big Brother on tonight? I have to look at my DVR to even check. I know. It's very confusing. Amazing Race premieres tonight. Yes. I'm very, very excited. excited. Nick is very excited. I've never watched fully. Apparently Nick has watched it in the past. I don't know. And so I'm trying, I'm just, like you said, we got a lot of TV to catch up on. So much TV, especially this week. There's just so much happening. Well, this week, it continues on, Amber. No, These I know. are one it, time. This was, but this was like the first shock. Like, we've yeah. only, we've always just had like the one show. And now we're like, oh my God, there's like five. I know. We're TV junkies. Well, the sh- the show that you know we've been focusing on for the longest is The Bachelor and Bachelorette. So let's jump into it. Let's do it. Big old. What news are we jumping in? Is the Luke Parker news that Ashley shared this week? I was sleeping yeah. in that day because I was working from home, and when I work from home, I typically don't wake up until like six thirty. And That's I like me too. I like rolled over to hit snooze, and I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was so excited. I didn't even read the article, and I had already liked it. I was like, this is amazing. I don't even know what happened, but sweet. Have you read it now? Do you know what's... I have. Okay, so tell us all about it. So the title... So it's from E.T., and the um, title of the article is... Entertainment Tonight. I was like, what? Be be careful. If your computer's not muted, it's going to start playing a video. Oh, my computer's always muted. Okay, because I was I was taking notes and I was like, where is this coming from? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Okay, so this is Bachelorette villain Luke Parker ordered to pay producers $100,000. Has anyone ever actually had to pay? No. But, I mean, he's going to have to pay. So... The the other times when so a lot of this is because um, he breached his contract. Now we know that there's been a couple other um, of the leads and stuff like that that have accidentally or have broken their contract, but no one has ever actually taken it to court. Like nothing's ever happened. They haven't had to actually pay. But um, this one on Luke, uh, he actually is being ha- um, is having to pay. So he did have a judgment brought against him um, that was on the hook for $100,000. So apparently, NZK Productions, which is the company behind the hit ABC reality dating series, filed a petition against Parker back in May after he violated his contract with the company. So apparently, when you sign one of the contracts, um, or the contract for going on Bachelor Bachelorette, you agree to not have any type of appearances, media appearances, without it being authorized by NZK. And what happened was that uh, apparently, so Parker's contract with the company was agreed upon and finalized in January 2019. And that forbid him from any unauthorized media appearances between the time that contract was signed and one year after the broadcast date, which would have actually been July 2020. However, between those t- between the time of September, let's see, uh, between September and October 2019, he made like 15 some appearances without it being authorized. And so they took him to court and now he is actually having 
to pay this. There was something else that I wanted. And he was, during those appearances, he was speaking negatively about the show. Yes. So that, yeah. that just poked the bear. Right? I mean, even Caitlin Bristow, who had a lot of challenges with her contract and with her season and all of that, she maintained not saying anything negative until well beyond her contract. And I think her contract was a little bit longer. But, um, yeah. So he is now being told that he has to pay this. Um, so good for him. You mean it's, good for see, them? See, he's not as nice. Good for them, yeah. not good for him. I don't care. Good for him. <laughs> you don't want anything good for him. I know. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <sighs> Luke Parker. Hmm. Yeah, he's not the nice guy that you think he is. Not that anybody thinks that, but I think a lot of people were like trying to come to his side and we only see one side of the story. I think this is the one where producers may have had their spin on his personality, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump into right. Claire's first night. Yeah. So it starts with Chris Harrison doing what he always does. We're going to see something we've never seen before, but we might actually yep. from all the yeah, rumors. Yeah, this season. Yeah. We're at the La Quinta Resort and Club in Palm Springs. Yes, which is a resort and not the La Quinta. Not the La Quinta Hotel. No, motel. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. And we see Claire. She's 39. She was supposed to do this back in the summer. That didn't work out. So, wow. Yep. They kind of gave like a quick little recap. So they showed it back to February when she accepted it. Um, and kind of went through everything. I also thought it was funny that we saw two people use the word process after, in the teasers. Right. After we just did that whole thing where you're not allowed to say it. So I thought that was funny. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So then they show that they finally started filming in June. After, after Claire after, tested negative. <laughs> yes. And after the guys had, like, three different tests or something like that to make sure that they were tested negative. Um, they introduced so had, themselves via selfie-style videos, though. I actually liked that. Mm -hmm. I liked it a little bit better than the staged introductions that they normally like, do. So. They catch a football and run toward the camera. Hey, yeah. I'm Beefcake and I'm from California. Right? I thought it was a lot nicer doing it that I way. liked it too. Um, so there's 30 of them. They all arrive. There's no group living, which is different than what we normally see. They all have their own individual rooms. Hold on. But she did tell Chris that before Juan Pablo's season, she had escaped an abusive relationship and that she's had a lot of therapy. I think that's, oh, yeah, that's well, that. like an important note because we did, I don't think we knew that back then. She may have uh, mentioned it, but it wasn't, it didn't stick to me. Different time, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I kind of remember her seeing it. I remember her talking about the video. Did from you her watch dad. Blake Horseman's recap last night? No. Love Blake. So he was like talking about how they have their own individual quarters. He's like, we're in bunk beds. I had chicken guy above me. When he <laughs> fell, it was right in front of me. Freaking Colton was on a cot. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they have their own rooms. Right. I mean, these guys, this really is. So this season is really interesting for a lot of different reasons. But, I mean, they're getting a very different treatment and a very different experience than anybody else that's ever been a part of Bachelorette, Bachelor Nation. And um, I think it's very interesting. I mean, right now they're also getting a little bit of a different taste of reality than the rest of us. I mean, when that 
all started, we were all still heavy in quarantine. And so they're getting to like touch people and like hang out without masks. They're hugging. Yeah. Like it was just, it was crazy. And then it's also crazy to be like, wow, I think this is, is crazy. (laughs) So yeah, I realize I don't have words right now. No words, but just (sighs) like always, they start pulling out, uh, pouring out of the limos as they normally would. Yep, Ben is the first guy out of the limo. Yes. I that's just what I don't have anything really exciting okay, to say. Okay, I about was him. like he didn't my first I comment I said that is he was the first one. Jason showing up with a pregnant belly playing homage to how Claire showed up in one oh, yeah. season. And I loved how his words they, they were cheesy, yes, but um, he was telling her how he would hold the weight of their relationship and the labor of, and he'll have labor of love for her. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, Nick actually liked the first guy because he got out and he th- thought that it felt really real and genuine. Where the guy was like, "Let's just take a breath. Shit's about to get crazy." Oh, that's right. So, I think that's why I wrote it down. I just remembered when you told me when you mentioned that. But, um, Kenny, then what? Oh, go ahead. Do we have notes on the fact that Jordan got out of the limo in, like, five-foot-inch high-water pants? I didn't notice that. Oh, my God. It was the first thing I noticed. He was very tall and very skinny, and his pants were, like, up to his knees. Maybe the humidity shrunk them. Whatever. He wasn't the only guy, though. It was, like, the night of high-water pants. I didn't notice the pants. I was looking at their faces. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop. No. (laughs) Uh, I like how Kenny put Claire's dogs on her on his t-shirt. That was funny. That was I did sweet. like that. Um, and then there was that guy that brought flip flops. Uh huh. That's very considerate. Nice. Yeah. We find out later that Claire has her dogs with her there. I feel like a lot of the previous leads are very jealous because they're not traveling around oh, the world, so they can't. She can bring her dogs. That makes sense. I'm like, oh, right? I know. That's amazing. Yes. And then we have Bennett, who shows up in a Rolls Royce, wearing a white scarf. ridiculous. Looking like he could be Pierce Brosnan's son. Yeah, a really annoying Pierce Brosnan's son. I loved it. Nope, I hated it. He pulled up and I was like, oh yeah, of course this douche tool would pull up in a Rolls Royce. And a scarf with his fucking plastic looking face. Yeah. And then he was drinking a martini. Shaken, not Yeah, of course he was. AJ. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. So before AJ was Blake, the minute Blake Moynes got out of the car, I said, Nick, I told Nick, I was like, I like this guy. I have no reason why. I just, the minute he got out, I was like, this guy, I really seem to like something about him, (laughs) which comes into play later on as well. When I was like, I fucking knew I liked him for a good reason. Yeah. He's a good Blake. Yeah. But then there, like you said, then there's AJ (laughs) who, um, squeezed her hand so hard that it left marks all because he hadn't touched a woman in a while creep yeah Yeah, it was super awkward i was really yeah no i was not having it and then what's his face easy gets out in a pink tux i like easy salmon tux i really like i do like him um and then the costumes yes so Fast forwarded through some of these. 
So we have Jay, who had the straight jacket, explaining he's gone yes. crazy because it's been 128 days since he was first, first supposed to meet Claire. Jason, yeah. who I love, um, did the whole knight's armor over his suit. He did. Yeah. Damar. There was the... Go ahead. Was that... Damar did the bubble? Skydiving. No. Oh, skydiving. Yeah, yeah. forwarded. Yes. And then Ed was the one that did the giant bubble, which mm. is very pandemic relatable. Yeah, it really is. And then we have Dale. And then we have Dale. What Were you just waiting for the Dale moment to see if it would like... I, yeah, well, and they kind of they kind of ruined it, to be honest. I feel like they ruined that moment. I mean, we all kind of already know supposedly what we think is going to happen. But they already showed us a teaser of what it was going to be like when Dale got out of the car. So we kind of already saw it. In I haven't preview. been looking at teasers. I haven't so, been looking well, at the previews. No, it was in that episode. It was like coming up next. And oh, I was I doing something. Forward. I didn't. It was all new to me when I watched it. Yeah, so normally I fast forward because I don't need to see what's coming up next because I'm going to watch what's coming Mm -hmm. up next. But for some reason, I was like writing notes or I was doing something and I just had it sort of fast forwarding and they showed it to us. So then like it kind of ruined the moment because you already knew it was coming. But it was a very sweet moment. I think if we hadn't had all of the stuff that led up to now, I think we would have probably felt it differently but, um, you know, he got out of the car and she just, like, you could see on her face that she, like, just had some kind of connection to him. And do she was think, just, like, teary-eyed. Do you think they connected before? I don't know. I don't either. I, who knows? I feel like because of the conversations that take place later and because of how hard set she's been about everything, I feel like they haven't. Or if they have, she didn't know that he was going to be on her season. Hmm. So that's the only reason. Just because she makes some of those comments later on to um, Blake about what you're not supposed to be doing. And she seemed that she was pretty rule following. But again, we only see what they allow us to see. So I could be wrong. Well, they embrace. He picks her up. And after he walks away, she says, really, to nobody except the cameras, I definitely feel like I just met my husband. And I feel like production was like, what? Yeah. And so Chris Harrison comes out and he's like, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> we got a lot, lot to do. We got stuff. And you can't yeah. be saying stuff like that night he one. He was like, there's still more men coming. Right? And that's kind of what he said. He's like, here comes another limo. Focus, lady. Focus. Right. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, So the men arrive. Anyone else that I didn't mention that you had on your notes? No, I think everybody else that I have on my notes just is coming up with the the night. So it's not any limo entrances that I cared to mention. I hadn't heard about Claire's mom and Alzheimer's that I, I had no idea. But she opened up to Easy and Dale both about that during their cocktail party. Yes. She did. She talked a lot about that. Um, and I think that's kind of what she was referring to as well about how she can have the deep conversations. She can have the real conversations. And I think this is something that we are seeing because she is an older woman. She is She's not older. Willing to, well, she is an older no. woman than their normal. 
she is a little she's bit older more than their normal experienced than the normal bachelorette. I just don't. She's she and I are she's the same age. Older. Don't say she's older. I'm not older. I'm just, she's older than the original than the just normal. Thirty nine. She is 39 anyway. when the other bachelorettes are, like, in their mid-20s. We don't use the O word. That's fine. Okay. New rule. I'm getting older. Stop! I just said new rule! <laughs> oh, my it's God. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Carry on. Um, is that... Uh, being 39, she's more <laughs> likely to just kind of talk and kind of say what's real and say what's going on in her life. She's not concerned about worrying if they're going to judge her or whatever, because if they judge her, then she can send them home. And so I think that's something that we don't see with some of the younger ones. How come it's not a big problem if I say younger? Why does older have to have a connotation? It's a me thing. It's a me thing. (laughs) I'm telling you, as I am in my last year of my thirties, I'm getting a little sensitive about the age topic. I've noticed this. Yes. So we can talk about younger. We just aren't using the <laughs> O word anymore. Got it. No O word. I'm sorry. So when they're younger, counseling. they tend to like hold, they tend to hold back and they don't really want to share anything. And then all of a sudden it like comes out eight episodes in and they've like lost their damn shit mm-hmm. because they haven't told anybody that they plan to be a virgin until they're married. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Madison. So I do feel as though, um, even I'm the same age as Claire, I catch myself being like, I'm, I just say stuff and I'm like, Janet, sometimes you just need to keep it in. Don't say what's on your mind. But at this age, when you're 39, it, it like the filters a little bit less. And that's why those older late, oh, those ladies that are like. 60, 70, 80, and they're like, I give no Fs. I'm right. just going to say, you look fat in that, lady. Right. That's why Joan Rivers was amazing at the, yeah. she did the fashion stuff, because she's like, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Everybody's just too sensitive. Let it go. And of course, night one, we have to have drama. Oh, of course we do. But I already knew this guy was going to be drama, because he's a tool. Which one? Yosef. Oh, see, I was hoping you weren't talking about Tyler C. I was really bummed at the end of the show. Yeah. Because I, know. I would have done the opposite of what she did. Uh, yeah. I But then I go back to our article that we read on Friday night where maybe the producers made her keep Yosef. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't so, care about either because, one of them. Where's Dale? Yeah, I know. Yosef, like the minute he started talking and the minute he was like, whatever, just... Everything about him made me feel like he was full of himself. And whether Tyler was real or not, at the same time, I actually think Tyler handled it well. He wasn't the one who came to Claire to say, hey, I know something about Tyler. He went to, or about Yosef. He was like, he went directly to Yosef, which I thought was, uh, Jordan said it too. He was like, I think he's doing the man man thing. Like, right. you have a regular conversation and you say, hey, I heard this. He didn't go to Sorry. He didn't go to Claire. They have long legs. They get in the way. <laughs> Yosef did. And so the fact that it all went down the way that it did really bothers me just because of the simple fact that it wasn't Tyler coming to her first. Mm-hmm. And he got the shit end of that deal. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho's. 
And then we have the Blake Moise, Moines, Moines, yeah. Moines conversation. Yeah. So when Claire gets ready to leave Yosef and Tyler at one, cause she pulls them both in together and is kind of talking to them. And she's like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I have other people that I need to talk to. So you guys sit here and figure it out. I'm going to go continue to talk to people and have fun. And she says that there was somebody that she really wanted to talk to. And I honestly thought she was going to pull Dale, but she pulled Blake. And it turns out that Blake reached out to her during quarantine. Which is a no-no against the Which is a no-no. And I don't think she ever responded to him based on the way that she was speaking. But it sounded like he DM'd her, whatever, on Instagram to check on just how she was doing. And that was something that meant a lot to her. And I think I'm not a huge Claire fan, but I can tell Come that on. she really, I don't know. I really love her. I, I have a feeling, mm, I don't think this season is going to go down with people absolutely loving her. Well, I love her right now. Okay. Maybe because she, I mean, she, has, she has a lot of really great qualities. There's just every now and then she just rubs me the wrong way. But, and she always has ever since Juan Pablo's season. Um, but she does really care about the fact that these men care about her. Like the guy that were, or that brought the flip flops and they had her dogs on the shirt. That was something that meant something to her because it was personable where, or personal to her, as opposed to like, if we were looking at a younger lead, they may be, some, they may like it more if they bought her earrings or if they, you know, did something different than, going directly to her personality and the things that she loves. The guy so, that did the, the ring box with the butt. Oh, farting. It was so funny. But do you think a 25-year-old bachelorette would find that to be funny? Yes. I don't think so. They'd be like, because <gasps> they're trying to uh, like, do what's supposed to be done. Real quick side note. So my um, one employee that I was talking about, which is why I keep saying at me. Mm-hmm. Um, did I tell you that she didn't know what AOL was? Oh, no. We had a patient email us. That makes me feel 39. (laughs) (laughs) The email came through and she was asking me some questions and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I can't believe this person has an AOL email address. I haven't seen one of those in forever. She was like, yeah, what is that? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) She was like, I don't know what that is. Like, I've never heard of AOL. And I was like. Yeah, you need to not talk to me right now. <laughs> Go Google. Go ask yeah. your Siri. Go ask your Amazon device. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Does she know what Hotmail is? You got to find that out. Probably not. I'll ask her. I still have a Hotmail. Yeah, Nick still has a Hotmail, and I make fun of him for it. It's tied to some important – it's tied to my Apple account. And I'm like, I don't know how to switch that. Anyway. Um, going back. So it looks as though Blake is going to get the first impression rose and then he doesn't. He goes to Dale. (laughs) I know. But because Blake gets the first kiss. He does. Which I was shocked at. I know. You just met your husband and you're kissing other folks. Right. But Dale got the rose and a kiss. He did. Yeah. So drama's just started. Um... (laughs) Due to re- replacement, based on the, what, it, like, there's some teasing that Dale's not good. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to, I mean, it, I feel like it's going to shake out. 
And Yosef is the one that points out that Claire is the oldest bachelorette. I know. That's the only time I'll use the word O because I was quoting Yosef. But, uh, so those guys that did not get a rose were AJ, Chris, Jeremy, Joe, Jordan, M, Mike, Paige, which Paige creeped me out a little bit. Robbie. Yeah, Paige definitely creeped me out. But I also feel like Tyler S. might be his brother. Yeah, but a little bit cuter. A little bit cuter. Tyler C. did not get a rose, which I thought was unfortunate. So. Yeah. We, we eliminated a lot of people night one. I felt like that was a lot. So it'll be interesting if the switcheroo happens and Tasha comes in. Are they going to oh, add guys? Does. Are they going to add guys? Because I I worked really hard on creating this list of guys because it didn't exist with their pictures, their names, and their occupation and age. Um, I'm like... All I know is that I hope... Blake does not get chosen and that at some point he gets to become the bachelor because of one, I don't want him to end up with Tasha, and I think he needs to be the bachelor. Do you think that they're going to have a non um, diverse bachelor bachelorette oh. for a while? I feel like they they might get like in trouble. He's from Canada. <laughs> He's Canadian, white oh. Canada, as as some people call it, but it's not. I don't They're know. Very diverse. I'm I'm gonna follow him though because I love him. I think he's just got some genuineness about him, and I'm really sad that she didn't connect with him the way that she's connecting with Dale. I can't believe she got Ed. Yeah, that was not a wise a choice. Ed guy. Hmm. Let's jump into Matt James's women. Yeah. Do you want to, or is there anything else you had to say about Claire? I don't think so. I think I'm having a really hard time with this season because we already kind of know what's about to happen. So it kind of takes the surprise and the shock out of it. That's true. So we're now we're all just waiting for Tasha to get there so we can have an actual season. This is where reality Steve shouldn't exist. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, John Cena got married. Huh. He's a, a wrestler. Wrestler actor. guy? Yeah. My phone yeah. just pushed that to me. All right. This is our first impression. This is when we go through the possible suitors for our upcoming Bachelor or Bachelorette. And Amber gets to react. So, are you ready, Amber? I'm ready. Number one, we got Abigail. She's 25 from Oregon. She looks exactly like Hannah B. Yeah, I see that. This article gives you their Instagram handles. That makes it easy. Oh, that's very nice. But she looks very sweet. Very, um, girl next door. Oregon. Like Hannah B. Very Oregon. And we have Elena, who's 26, from Texas. She has really big breasts. And lips. Yeah. I, she looks like trouble. She's very pretty. Yes. But she looks like trouble. We have Alicia, who's 24, from West Aww. Virginia. She looks sweet, except for her belt is above her buckle or above her button, and that's annoying me. <laughs> we have Amber, who's out in the sun. She's 30, and she's from California. Hey, this is why girls that have the name Amber get a bad <laughs> reputation. She looks like, have you ever noticed that when you watch like CSI or Law & Order, the slut is always named Amber? Even in books, like the woman who's like a whore or she's working on the streets. That is exactly what this girl looks like. She's gorgeous, 
but she looks like she could be a hoe. <laughs> she's like a, she's probably makes really great money being a stripper. That is the one thing they didn't tell us in this article is what they do for a living. No. This next one is Anna. She's 24 from Minnesota. Oh my gosh. She is Hannah B meets Kaylin. Yeah, except for I think she's going to be trouble. I think she's Minnesota nice, which isn't really nice. It's not. If you've ever been, you know. When you know, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one, we have Bree. She's 24 from Texas. Um, It kind of looks like she's in front of a green screen. I don't think she is, but the picture is just kind of weird. Definitely golf horsey. Yeah, I think she's trying to look sweet, but she's not. We have Brittany who is 23 from Chicago. What is with the mom acid wash jeans coming back? Um, And that's got to be a bodysuit, right? Oh, I'm positive. Most of these girls actually appear to be wearing some kind of bodysuit or tank tops. They are a lot better photographed than they normally are. Mm -hmm. So that's helping. But she's very cute. Then we have Carolyn, age 30. From Massachusetts? Yeah. So she reminds me of this TikToker that I follow. <laughs> um, but she is 30. Yay! A little bit closer to 39. We have Cassandra, who's 25 from California. Uh, she looks like she might be um, more mature for her age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that could also cause drama for her. Then we have Catalina, 29, from Puerto Rico. Have we had people from Puerto Rico? I don't know, but she was Miss Universe Puerto Rico back in 2015, which makes perfect sense. (laughs) Pageant Amber comes out. Yep. Then we have Chelsea, 29, from Georgia. She has um, a really, like, she has, like, a shaved head. And I really like that, actually. She looks um, I fantastic. Think she, she, yeah, she looks great. Then we have Corinne, 22. That's young. From Connecticut. But she looks older. Yeah, she looks a lot older. She looks like she's around, like, mid-30s or early 40s. Oh, man. I'm sure she listens to this podcast, but that's going to be really mean. You don't want to hear that when you're 22. Um, the next one is Amani. She's 25 from New Mexico. No body fat. Um, yeah, no. She's super cute, but I don't feel like she... She's got well, the Ariana Grande look. Yes, that's what it is. Oh. And then we have Ileana, 25, from New York. She looks very sweet. She's very cute. I really like her, but um, I With think... a little bit of she, saucy, because look at that cleavage. Yeah. I know. She's got some amazing cleavage. Mm -hmm. Then we have, oh, Jessenia. She's 25 from Texas. She looks like a previous um, girl that was on Ben Higgins' season, whose name I can't remember right now. But she's very cute. Ooh, Kaylee. She's 26 from California. I like that hair. Oh, she looks psycho. Does she look like she has a filter on her face? Yeah, she's pretty, but, like, her eyes, the way that they're, mm, I don't know. She looks devious. Ooh, this girl looks like country girl. Katie, 29, from Washington. I I really like her. She seems very, like you said, country girl, like, 
just kind of hanging out. I like her. She's not trying too hard. It's great. Then we have Kennedy, who's 23, from Washington, D.C. I love her name. She's got a really cute little, like, yellow jumper on. Mm-hmm. Um, she also looks a lot older, though. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Ooh, Kayla, 28, Whoa. from New York. She is, like, bombshell. Uh, yeah, she's a professional photographer. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she's drop dead. Then we have Kim, who is 28, from California. Uh, She's cute, but I do have to say, compared to the other women, she's a little bit more um, girl next door than the others. Mm -hmm. Then we have Kimberly, 28, from Washington. She looks like she's sweet. She's cute. She has a great smile. Yeah. Ooh, Kit. Kit is her name. 21 from New York. Kit hasn't had enough life. She's 21. Yeah. Then we have Kristen, who's 27, from Virginia. She has a very prominent collarbone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we have Lauren, who's 29, from Florida. So her photo is really, it almost seems like it's really far away. But, um, oh, God, where did I go? Her eyes. Oh, God, I did something. Hang on. Her eyes are like. Oh, Oh, there she is. Okay. I lost her. Did you find her? I did. Okay. Whoa. Are we on to the next one? Yes. So this is Madison. And according to Reality Steve, she and Matt already dated. They went to um, some event with Tyler Cameron and Gigi Hadid. Oh, I did see something about this. She's 27 from Um, Indiana. She looks like she's 45. (gasps) Amber. Not in a bad way. She just looks older. She's got super cute dimples, but she just looks older. She does not look 27. Then we have Maggie, Maggie, 32 from Ethiopia. What? How did that happen in COVID? Right? She does, I know, she her does hair not is, live in Ethiopia anymore. Her hair is amazing, though. <laughs> you couldn't come from Ethiopia to California to shoot this. Like, that's impossible. Right? Yeah. Borders are... Uh, anyway. I would think so. Then you have Mari, who's 24, from Puerto Rico. She was previously Miss Maryland in 2019 and finished in the top 10 for Miss USA 2019. And she's she from looked- Puerto Rico. She looks a lot like um, one of the Jonas Brothers' wives. wives. Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, a Procra. Pro- yeah, I can never say her name. Mm-hmm. Nick Jonas's wife. Yeah, that guy. She does. Very much so. Yeah, like dead ringer. Whoa. Then we have Marie, 25, from Ohio. Does she have a belly button? I think somewhere. Uh... I don't know. She. Uh, That's I don't not think a flattering like top for her. Well, then, yeah, it just isn't a flattering photo either. It just makes her seem, I don't know, not likable. No. But she has pretty hair. Um, Marilyn, Mary, Mary Lynn, 28, from California. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she's going to be one of those people that just kind of blurs into the background and we don't actually end up finding out anything about her and she ends up going home and we're all like who was that that? 
<laughs> yeah. Then we have Michelle, 27, from Minnesota. There's several Minnesotians. Yeah. Um, that's because they're used to being in quarantine. <laughs> oh, um, she's nice. very cute, though. She looks like she's got um, some experience behind her eyes. Next up, we have MJ, who's 23, from Ohio. That hair, though. I want that yeah. hair. Her hair is quite amazing. Oh. I like her. Ouch. Then you have Nicole Remy, 25, from Washington. A lot of Northwesterners. Mm-hmm. She was a previous NFL cheerleader turned full stack web developer. Those are two different um, ones. Yeah, very much. So I think she'll be interesting, but I don't know. I think she might be out early in the season. Then you have Nicole Rovner, who is 31, from Illinois. And she is wearing jeans that she probably also had back in, like, high school, because I'm pretty sure I wore those in, like, middle school. With the five buttons. Yeah. And she's got a little um, scrunchie on her wrist, so I'm wondering if it's a KB. Yeah. Scrunchie. That would be good. Oh, Oh, yeah. Piper, 24, from Oregon. If She's I were a guy, she would she would be it. Yeah. And I really, her name is spelled P-I-E-P-E-R or so is P-E-R. It, so is it Piper, Piper? Am I pronouncing it wrong? No, I'm sure it's Piper. I just like how she spells that. And I think she should always wear light pink bottoms and dark tops. Yes. I know. It's so cute. She that looks adorable. A very stunning photo. Yeah. Oh, eyes. Rachel, 24, from Georgia. Yeah. She very got pretty eyes. <laughs> she only has one button buttoned on her shirt. Mama um, would not uh, like that. She's from Cumming, Georgia. <laughs> oh, Amber. Then we have <laughs> Ryan. She is 25 from Virginia. From Mechanicsville, Virginia? Why are you holding oh. on to the names of the towns? I don't know, because they're very interesting. <laughs> but she looks like she could be a little bit of trouble, and I have a feeling she may have been a previous stripper. <laughs> then we have Sine, who's 25, from Florida. Yes. she's. I think she's cute. Mm -hmm. She's great She's got like a squidgy smile, yeah. This one looks they like trouble. They all have trouble. great hair. This one looks like this trouble. This one is Sarah, for sure trouble. 24 from California. She looks like she could be Crystal's cousin. Remember Goose and yeah. Crystal? Mm-hmm. I see Who, resemblance. Crystal is with a new guy. What? Um, Breaking yeah. news. Who's she with? Um, I have no idea. Just some guy. Mm. Uh, Serena, yeah. 24 from California. Uh, she's cute, but she's going to blur into the background. Wait. Oh, she happens to be close friends with Eunice from Peter Weber's yeah, season. Yeah, I think we both, like, paused at that. Like, what? Yeah, I was like, uh, wait, what? Peter? Okay. All right, cool. Um, then we have Serena P., who's 22, from Ontario. Um, I don't like the leather jacket. Like, I feel like she could have looked better without it on. Mm -hmm. But maybe it was cold in Ontario. It was not. Then we have Sydney, 28, from Franklin, Tennessee. She's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. No? She's okay. I, um, her hair, I don't, um, 
I'm concerned about how much she eats in a day. Like maybe she doesn't eat enough burgers. Got it. All right. Naturally skinny. Not okay. Then we have Tally, 24, from North Carolina. I can't see your face. This is affecting this this thing. Um, Tally, 24, from North um, Carolina. She's okay. I, she doesn't pop out to me like some of these do. And then Victoria, 27, from New York. She's cute. You don't think she's stunning? Mm, no. I think some of the other women are more stunning. <laughs> No, Janet, I don't. Uh, all right, those are the women of Matt's season. We'll forget them by the time Matt's season airs because they just to, started filming. So I have to point out a couple different things. So one, in there is some more diversity here, but mm-hmm. also they all have very interesting names. Like there are a lot. It's not like Sarah and Amy and you know like the stuff that we normally Lauren. hear. Lauren. <laughs> But, um, and they also have some pretty diverse backgrounds that a lot, there's not as many from like California, like we normally see. Um, Ethiopia. I know. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And just to bring it back, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that girl being skinny. I didn't mean I'm it. I, I couldn't see your face and you couldn't, <laughs> you like, I was like, I feel like she's going to think I took that too wrong. <laughs> But if she were to listen, I didn't, you know, that's, Caitlin Bristow has said how it drives her crazy when people say she needs to eat more burgers. So I think when you said that, I was uber sensitive due to Caitlin. Yeah. Can I see your face again? We're done with the article. (laughs) I didn't know that you couldn't see my face because I can see yours. There we go. Okay. (laughs) I just couldn't see my own face. I didn't know you couldn't see mine. For Amber to see the, the women of Matt's season, she had to use her phone and when yeah. she does that, our FaceTime blurs out. I can't see her face. And so oh. I didn't mean anything by that. And I know you didn't mean anything by her being needing a burger. I just, it was a moment well, was- where you couldn't, I couldn't see you and we missed. Well, and I also think, because her face seems darkened. Like it seems like it's um, sunken a little Contoured. bit. Like she just, yeah. Like she didn't have m- the contouring makeup that um, I have seen which brings me to another point that is totally off topic is I feel like we've talked, I don't know. We've talked about this, but uh, women or girls now do makeup like nobody's business. I will send you a TikTok of this woman that I, or this Please girl that I forget. follow. Yes. She's, she does amazing makeup. Like she does. She really likes wearing like the scary kind of makeup, but she does an amazing job at it. I will have you guess how old this girl is because she just told me, well, not me. <laughs> she was on TikTok the other day and she was like, oh my God, I'm celebrating my blank birthday tomorrow. And I was like, oh, what? Oh no. And it's Whoa. one of those things where you keep talking, like you actually see it a lot on TikTok where people are like, you know, when I was 14, when I was 15, like that is not how I looked. That's not how I danced. Like, I wore Jinkos. Uh, like I had clear mascara. That's what I was allowed right. to wear at 14 and 15. Yeah, and these girls are just doing I can't do the makeup they do now. Mm-mm. Well, they have they have like perfect canvases, no wrinkles. Yes. No, you know. I know, but still when I was that age I didn't know how to do any of that. No. I put on blue eyeliner on like my waterline. We have a family member who is 6 and She'll get on to Marco Polo with me and have like 
unicorn eyeshadow and like a yeah. full face of makeup and I'm just like hi I'm working from home don't have anything haven't washed my hair in three days right I know but you're six and you have a full face of makeup cool yeah it's it's the YouTube TikTok generation because even looking at the women from Matt James season like it's still some of the younger girls you're just like you look so put together. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. look like that. So what are, you, what are you reading? What are you listening to? So I just started a new book by Kendra Elliott, which is um, Spiraled. And I'm very early into it. But it is um, kind of following the series of uh, Ava McLean and Mason Callahan. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's like the third book in the series. And so far, I don't know what the main uh, storyline is going to be because it started out with, like, a shooting in a mall. Um, but I don't think that's the main storyline. So, but that's it. for. Oh, and I started the second season of Counterclock. Oh, is, is there a second season? Yeah. So I think there's, like, six episodes out now. Um, and this is the story about a woman named Shannon, I think. Um. I may have the name wrong, but um, she was found murdered in her apartment and it's in the same town as season one. Mm-hmm. And there's some shady police work that went down. And so I'm on like episode two or three, I think, mm-hmm. but it's been pretty good so far. Nice. Yeah. I've been away from the podcast because I have, I finished the Tattooist of Auschwitz. I finished that other Megan Miranda book I was listening to all since Friday, Amber. Whoa. That's called being home and just walking around with headphones in at all times. I am now 40% through another Megan Miranda book. She, I am yeah. like fan club president. This is the girl from um, Widow Hills. And it's about this oh, girl when she was six. She um, was sleepwalking, got swept in a, a flood, and they found her three days later. And she was okay. She doesn't remember it. She changed her name. And, and now she's trying to live life. And she found a dead body in her yard. And I just... The twists and turns that Megan Miranda includes in her book, Amber. I, I'm telling you, just promise me you'll pick up one. Okay. Is it on Kindle Unlimited? Probably. She has so many books. I'll look it up right now. What do you What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? Well... <laughs> Um, so they're showing like the, uh, ti- or the titles and stuff like that in the front covers of the book. And they look very similar to the books that I read. Or I that's think the books you that would I've like seen. these. Yeah. Cause it's like the perfect stranger, the last house guest, which actually sounds really good. The girl from widow Hills. Cause the last house guest, did, did you read that one? Yeah. That's what I thought. And all the missing okay. girls. Yeah. Oh, yep. I see that one too. And the safest lies, the safest lies. That was the one I was listening to when we podcast last week, and I finished it, and it's really good. And they're all similar in the fact that there's so many twists and turns. You're like, what's going to happen next? But there's different characters. Like, they're not connected. Ah, Megan Miranda, man. Mm, Bowing down. Bowing down. (laughs) So that's all I do. I'm not listening to music, not listening to podcasts. I'm in the Megan Miranda life. Sweet. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah, she... Because then you know how, like, down below it gives you, like, recommendations if you, like... Like, she falls into the same line of the 
people that I already read, like Melinda Lee and Kendra Elliott and Dot Hutchison, which is one of my favorites. The way I found her is I Googled, before the first time we went to the cabin this last summer, I Googled um, books similar to Girl on the Train. Oh. And what was that other one that everyone, Gone Girl? Oh, Gone Girl was good. And all the missing girls came up, and I was like, okay, yeah, this will do. And I can't stop, won't stop. And I'm so in love with the Libby app. I can check these books out through my library, and I'm not paying anything. Cheap. Nice. Because I got to pay for Cycle Bar. Do you have your positive poly? I do. So this positive poly is one that I think we have all heard multiple times, but I think it's a really good one to heed and to remember on a daily basis. Buttercup heed. So life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. That's true. That is super important to remember Nicholas Rodriguez. He's a big reactor. He is a very big reactor. And then he's stressed out for like six days because he dropped a pen and it broke. (sighs) Ooh, real side note. Today, he quoted his first Friends episode. It was amazing. Which one? So, um, i that's probably not the best way to say it, but we were watching a Friends episode right before I started podcasting, and it was the one where Joey takes um, Phoebe's girlfriend or friend out to eat, and she keeps stealing his food. Mm-hmm. And Nick quoted, Joey doesn't share food before Joey said it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Look what you've done to your husband. That's awesome. Six years. And three million hours of friends. And finally. Joey doesn't share food. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We have the wine book. We still have some left. Um, Number 17. Several sauce recipes include a large quantity of red wine. However, wine rich in tannins can taste too acidic when reduced and concentrated by cooking. Overcome this by including some chopped meat or meat stock in the sauce. The proteins in these will take away the harshness. Well, there you go. So we'll be back in two weeks, right? Yes, two weeks. So we have lots to talk about. We have so much to talk about. (laughs) We got to keep that Google Doc updated because... I know. It's so hard for me. Like When I go to update the Google Doc, I'm like text message i gotta like okay where are we at what shows have we missed so help me out amber okay i'll do my best because i always forget everyone listening thank you so much share us with your friends like subscribe rate review all the things and we'll be back in two weeks Bye. bye